Okay, welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. My name is David. And I'm Matt. And we're the Taylor Bros. And this is our podcast. Yeah, thank you for coming along. And as we get started, I was remembering a time many years ago, I'm sure Matt will remember this. We had this big party at our house. It wasn't a party just for children, this was a family affair. So lots of adults, lots of people around. And my mum was frantically working away in the kitchen, um, busy hosting everybody. And I must have strayed in there by happen chance. And she she sees me and she gives me this big wooden bowl. And in this big wooden bowl were lots and lots of chocolate mini eggs. And she said to me, and my friend was with me, said to us, go and share these around. Take them around to everybody. So we had some. Then we took them around to everybody else. And then we sat down in a little crook in our house and just ate them. Nom, 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 nom. Lots of eating <laughs> until, uh, <laughs> well, the consequences of this were the next day I was very sick, you know, quite, quite unwell. Yeah. Uh, my friend, he came out in a skin rash. It was like throwing up all sorts. It was like really bad. Wow. And uh, that was short term thinking, short term action. Yeah. What I want to know is, I I never remember being offered any of these mini eggs. Uh, you were probably at a different party. <laughs> <laughs> Heard the story many times, and yeah. I quite enjoy the uh, self-imposed, self-inflicted pain that you cause yourself. Yeah, well, there were bigger consequences as well. For quite some number of years, I didn't eat chocolate mini eggs. Yeah, but much been, to my joy. I've been healed, I'm fully recovered, I love chocolate mini eggs. and uh, Yeah, no no twitches anymore they probably i wouldn't eat them in excess anymore probably not just because i'm an adult how probably (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a really helpful story to get us into today's topic which if you're listening to this you would have already seen it but it's think long term act short term and this is an idea that relates a lot to some of the things that we talk about and it's something that i pulled from james clear's newsletter thought it was really good uh and david's just told a really brilliant story of this is exactly what happens when we just go wow brilliant bowl of chocolate i'm gonna eat this now and not really think about what's going to come later Mm. and what then comes later is you pay the cost Mm. and so he paid the cost for thinking short term what david you're a coach (laughs) Why are you laughing at that? I'm uh, wondering what the question is. Oh, yeah. So this is where David answers a question a that question. He, pr- he likes, regardless of whatever comes out of my mouth. So, what's your favourite ice cream? Well, one of the things <laughs> I would say about <laughs> what I like about sunny weather is... <laughs> exactly. No, so, you're a coach. For you, mm. I suppose, what is the benefit of helping people to think long term? Mm. That's that's some of the stuff we've been talking about in the Stephen Covey series of really, what do you most want? And and that 10-year horizon, I think, is quite a good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, as as you know, I've gone through the journey of writing my obituary, and I read that most weeks and reminding myself, that's super long-term. But yeah. for most of us, like a 10-year horizon is quite a good horizon to look to, to yeah. go, oh, like, I actually have set my sights to the horizon 
and that keeps me moving on a course, on a direction, such that is he, is he, you know, on the ship, on the Logos Hope, I was a decky. one of our jobs was to steer the ship. Yes. Very it's an important job. Quite important. <laughs> well, and but you're setting your course on a heading, and the ideal is that you go in a straight line. Ideally. What you see with new helmsmen, new recruits, yeah. new, helmsmen new recruits, is... They constantly like on the mind, and so they like adjust, and then over adjust, and then over adjust, and and go back and over adjust, and and if you went and looked back on the map, it would look like they're zigzagging. Right. Okay. And and sometimes it's a bit more chaotic than that. We heard a few stories of people fight, like steering the ship tens of miles off course. Wow. Um, just by a slight thing. But anyway, I think. If we set our course for the horizon for the 10 years, we're not zigzagging. Yeah. But if we're thinking and acting only short term, we flit here, we blow that way, we try this. And if you were to take the aerial view of our life, it would be chaotic because there's no long term course. Yeah. Oh, I really appreciate that. I think that's helpful as well, thinking about the flitting from one thing to the other. It's almost the... Well, it's the never-ending promise of the novel mm. idea or the new plan that we've not tried before. And because we don't have the past experience of, oh, well, tried that for a little bit and it didn't work, we have this endless hope of, this will finally now be my thing. And then we try that for a bit and then we see, oh, it's not necessarily as radical or revolutionary as I thought it was going to be. So the new idea now takes that place. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we go, oh, I've got this in sight and this is the constant... Um, I suppose the the north, but, yeah. yeah, the constant north star or whatever, and I'm heading towards that, and yeah, I, I'm going to help. That's going to anchor me, moving in the right direction. Going okay, well, if I am wanting to become fitter or whatever, we always go to this, but I'm not going to go jump from this to that to this to that. I'm going to go. I'm going to become the sort of person that does this. That's the end goal, or that's my ten year vision mm. now we get to the second part of the the title which is like how do i then act short term to get there mm. because if you just have a long vision that's great but if you're not doing anything to get there it's going to constantly shift back that's going to have to just be forever a long vision mm. <laughs> i suppose i think it was interesting maybe we come to that in a moment but there was some stuff I was doing a bit of reading around this. I think long-term, act short-term, what does that look like? And one of the people was saying, hey, we work with all these like big organizations mm. and we really think it's beneficial for them to be thinking 10, 15 years down the line. Wow. That thinking these long-term strategies is beneficial for them. But then they said, but I've heard someone say the opposite, that actually if you, everything... Every short-term good thing you do accumulates so that you get to a long-term good thing. Yeah. Which was interesting. That's like the sort of pushback. Like if I'm doing something that is good now in the present and I keep doing that short-term good thing, then eventually I will have a long-term good thing. But then they basically said well, the problem kind of comes when if you're constantly moving from a short-term that to maximize short-term profits, what you might do is you, that's at the cost of 
R&D or research and development or other right. parts of the business. So you actually, you then do hamper the long term. And they said, actually, the organizations that think long term, they get financially better. But right. they also said, and this was one of the most interesting things, they said, the ones that do this well, in order to do this well, they have to have a purpose bigger than profits. Hmm. Which I know is interesting, and I think maybe it's how do how does that apply to most of us who are not running big, massive, mega corporations? A purpose bigger than profits. Well, maybe that's a purpose more than money, or maybe that's a you know what is the long term motivation for me? We told the story of the person who we know about investing in their physical pension. Yep. And their goal is that when they're 80, they can play with their grandchildren, they can ski with them, they can be <coughs> active and strong. Mm. Well, that is a purpose statement. That's a vision that they've yeah. crafted. That's super long-term. Yeah. But then what's the short-term action? Yeah, for well, that, sure. That's the short-term action of how I train. I'm not training to get bigger and uh, to be a bodybuilder, but I'm training so that I can be mobile. And every time I train in a healthy way, I'm making a deposit into that pension. And I think that's what it is. It's that, yeah, you, you see the long-term purposeful vision, but you have to wrestle it back, like you said, into the short-term action. I really like that. And we've spoken quite a length about that particular vision, the the, the physical pension. I just wrote two words down. It's, it's, it's tangible mm. and it's anchoring. It's way more powerful than going, yeah, why am I working out? I'm working out to, so that I can do 100 reps in a set of whatever given exercise because that's just an arbitrary number mm. you know and that doesn't what does that mean does that and so it's that thing of ultimately the reason i'm working towards this is because i want to be able to or i want to be the kind of person who fill in the blank uh and yeah it's interesting they were saying you know that kind of the alternative the alternate view or the opposite hand view of going well if you just keep focusing on doing the good things now the right things now then surely it will build up yeah well it will compound but as you've said going back to the helmsman thing you might be making some really nice like little adjustments that are perfectly like great except for the fact that you're not looking in the right spot on the horizon mm. so you're going in the wrong direction mm. you know you might be going perfectly in the wrong direction mm. and so you need to have that long-term vision what it? Where do I want to be in fifteen years or ten years? Might be a little bit more manageable, um, and then scale that back to okay. So what does that look like? I need to be starting to do right now today to move towards that just one step, mm. and to start embodying that future vision right now. Like you said, there's a part of the picture that's like, oh, if you're just doing the short term thing, you could very easily end up in a dead end place. Yeah. And, and how many organizations do we know that have done that? <laughs> they were like the short term. They didn't think long enough term. Yeah. You know, th nobody goes to Blockbuster anymore. Kodak really nearly went out of business because yeah. they didn't think long term enough. And Even they though they invented it. the digital camera, they didn't <laughs> think there was any future in it. Exactly. So if we keep going short term, we can run into problems. I actually think, though, the most important part of this is the think long term. I think Not so. Not the act short term, because as you've talked about there, I mean, I've got... A, sub, a couple of clients that I have conversations with recently and one of them was talking about this idea of like writing and they were like well I could imagine myself writing for the rest of my life that this becomes something really important for my mental for my spiritual and my relational health this is a, a really powerful place that makes me become somebody 
that is kinder and more patient with the people around me. This is the picture that they're painting for me. Wow. And you think, well, even if we didn't go, okay, so what, what does this step this week look like? Or yeah. what is the two steps? That is a compelling picture of like compelling the type of vision. person that even if we'd never had another conversation, I, I'm fairly confident that they would start moving towards that. Because it's such a, a powerful thing that it's a pull. It's pulling you into that vision or that visual that you've created. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's spot on. One of the reasons why we maybe don't do this so often is we haven't really been taught how mm. or invited into that process. Mm. I think what was the compelling vision, or maybe not compelling vision, that was often repeated at school when it comes to career talks? You know why you should do why you should try hard at school. You should do well at school so you get good grades, so that you get into university, so you can get a good job. And that's basically where the vision stops, pretty much, mm. or you know, therefore the house and whatever, and you can look after yourself and your family. Well, that's fine. It's a good starting place to be able to provide for your, yourself and your family, but it's not that particularly compelling, and it's certainly very generic it's a one size fits all and obviously one size fits all means really doesn't fit anyone it's so interesting your brain went that way because my brain went kind of like similar but totally tangent go for it and i don't know if you remember this i don't know if you've ever really talked about this before but when we were growing up we slept on a bunk bed i slept on the bottom bunk yeah you slept on the top bunk and many times especially when we were younger our mum would come and read to us as we went to bed mm. read the Narnia books and all sorts of other books and you lay there um, in the ambient lighting just enough to read you know for your mum to read and as as the story is being woven with the words what happens inside I remember it happening in my mind you picture it and yeah. you you craft it you're like oh that's going on and, and this is happening and and we we were blessed to have somebody that would read to us, but also we developed such imagination, skills and muscles to do that. Mm. And now, what is entertainment? Well, someone gives me the image. Yeah. I've watched the TV. Yeah. I don't have to imagine it, so I haven't got the imagination muscles. Yeah. And I haven't developed those. And I think that's a real thing that's quite interesting to me because I I I sometimes coach with people and I'm like, well... What does this look like in five years or ten years? And they hardly know how to describe it. They're not painting a picture. They're just giving a few words. Wow. And it's compelling enough for them at where they're at. But there's also a little bit of like, well, what's the scene? If this was a film, what's going on? You know, like, I, and maybe I should use some of those more of those words to yeah. be like, really paint the picture, make it visual, make it something that pulls you forward. Because I, I think those imagination skills can the best sports stars do it they visualize it that's that's visualization that's imagining then you you've already done it once your body thinks that's practice yeah (laughs) it kind of thinks it's already happened yeah you start moving towards it absolutely and we are we're story creatures we're driven by narrative Hmm. i love that so (laughs) maybe one one activity that we could suggest and you would highly recommend, I know, is mm. go and go and read some fiction books, yeah. good quality fiction books that are 
that take you to outside of your normal realms. So that's one of the reasons probably why we both appreciate those adventure fantasy where you've got different world, you've got dragons, you've got magic, because it takes you outside of the realms. You know, a crime thriller or a romance comedy is fine, but it's very much, the rules are all the same, the world is the same, it's just the characters are on a slightly different journey. Mm-hmm. And that's great for maybe empathising with different kinds of characters, but it doesn't necessarily... As you were saying, artists exercise your creative muscles. Mm. And there's something about picturing what that looks like and imagining a whole new world. Uh, and that can break you out of, well, as soon as someone goes, well, what would you like your life to look like in 10 years? You sit there blankly, just going, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. And that's probably <coughs> as well, just this is a slight aside, but probably why. Anyone that reads and then that book becomes a film what happens in that moment is everyone that's read it has gone i imagined it different in my yeah. head i had different set you know the writer has put all the same words we've all read the same words yeah. <laughs> in the same order in the same descriptions but we imagine that character with hair in a slightly different way or yeah. in a slightly different setting and i think that's some of, some of the travel differences between the mediums is like Oh, when you read, you you imagine you're inside the the person's head as well, and all of these things are happening. When you go watch the film, it's like, oh, now I'm exploring someone else's creation or yeah. imagination or expression of what was going on. And just a sidebar: this doesn't mean film and TV and visual arts is not worthwhile. Totally is worthwhile, but we're definitely flooded with that, aren't mm. we? And of course, there's plenty of audio mediums out there. People love audio books and stuff. Maybe that's the thing to do, but. Mm. Yeah, but then, but then nobody's going to make a film of like what Matt's dream of ten years from now has looked like. No, they're not. But you can imagine that. Hopefully, can you imagine it? I've got a what few. What does things. your life look like in ten years from now, Matt? Looks brilliant. This is so fantastic. Oh wow, so generic. I'm making if it. If it count. was a movie scene, what would it look like? Sitting in a recording podcast studio. Podcast recording studio. Get the words in the right order. <laughs> And just, you know, making awesome podcasts. Wow. I mean, you're already kind of doing that. Yeah, I know, but it's even better. It's even better. What makes makes these podcasts better, Matt? I I can visualise. There's some sweet, a lot better music in terms of like through the show and like just like we interviewing people and yeah, all sorts of amazing things on the horizon. Who wants to be interviewed for the Make It Count podcast? (laughs) Get in touch. Subtle drop. (laughs) Anyway, back to... Um, back to the topic on hand not grilling me too much we've spoken a little bit about thinking long term and the importance of that Mm. how can people even just start to take the first steps to doing that to thinking long term it probably takes five minutes less than you think Okay, five minutes if that I like this this is good everything's achieved anything's achievable in five minutes I was listening to a podcast earlier actually and they were talking about imagining and they actually that 10 years ago her job was to imagine scenarios that might happen in 10 years that impact the world right. so in 2009 2010 with 20,000 people they went through this scenario they said there's an airborne respiratory disease that's come out of china this is what they said this was the scenario and I'm like, and actually, there's the secondary human thing, human things are that there's a conspiracy, you know, loads of conspiracies around it, and this and that, and they toyed, they worked it out, and they played through it, and actually, 
It was quite interesting because you're like, whoa. <laughs> Turns out some people thought this might happen. And yeah. and they were like, well, what's it, if there was a two-week you know, period where you had to stay inside, for example, because you had it, what situation or what would cause you to break that? And like some people said, oh, you know, weddings, funerals, church, you know, I, my, my religious faith is really important to me. And all of those things were the things that people did during the pandemic. Wow. And they were like, that's super interesting because actually they basically asked people to tell stories of that. And she was really saying, you can imagine the really good things and you can imagine the really bad things in your own life and in other people's lives. And it takes five minutes just to sit down and go, what do I want my life to look like in five years? if it was a scene and i really think it's like you know what what are you are you waking up is it going to be in the same bed you're in now or is it a different bed mm. what's your routine what's your emotional work what does that look like like what's the what's the moment uh are, are you drinking expensive coffee are you by the beach are you you know what whatever that is what have you are you on a mission are you it could be all sorts of things but actually if you just sit there and go in 10 years' time, I and mean, for me, in 10 years' time, I'm only 39, nearly 40. Oof. But what do I want to, my life then to look like? Yeah. Well, probably it involves a couple of children. Probably it, Just a couple? I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, oh, we're, we're rambling on at this point. That's no, fine, we've got time. We've got yeah, time. Just, we want to hear your vision, Dave. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> a couple of children doing something that is meaningful and purposeful, that I'm still helping other people. Yeah. That I'm not super busy mm. I, I don't want to be a I'm so busy sort of person that's yeah. not the way I I want to show up wow I like that that's better than my vision which was just in a recording studio yeah. doing podcasts you should have closed your eyes when you were imagining I felt like your eyes just, you know, I totally wasn't you. ready for that sort of question <laughs> I just suppose I was just defaulted to what I'm doing right now okay I love this we've talked long and hard about thinking long term and I think well what I wrote down near the beginning of the episode is one of the reasons we don't do this is because it's hard work but I think actually what you're helping me to see is actually it doesn't have to be hard work um, maybe I haven't exercised my creative muscles as much as I could have but actually I just start with five minutes mm. and enjoy it because it's a fun process and it's not going right this is my 10 year plan five years figured it all out but it's kind of go just picture the scene think about mm. the smells the colors the the people all those things i love that and that can be a challenge to certainly us to anyone who wants to take it yeah take and take five minutes it is the imagining but you don't and i think this is what you were saying you don't have to draw the map all the way there no i mean I, when i was doing a bit of research one person basically said i put i set a five-year horizon mm -hmm. and then i plan 90 days right i do 90 day chunks yeah and it's like, oh, I've had that before. Like that idea of like, you know, I'm going, I'm going for this thing in five years. What's the three month thing? Because yeah. that's a, something I can sprint. That's something tangible. That's something yep. short term enough. And that's totally similar to what you've been doing the last year and a half with the quarterly chunks of mm -hmm. doing a journal, doing a review at the end of that 90 days. I've been doing that for th sort of six to nine months now. And that's what I love helping clients with. Like if, if you're not sure how to imagine where you want to go in one year, five year, ten years, book a session. We can do that because that's something I really enjoy helping people. Yeah. And then it makes the immediate and the intermediate a little bit simpler because you're like, well, I want to be here. Why would I go and do this other random thing that I was thinking about doing 
that doesn't seem to be any way connected to this thing I want to be in 10 years' time. Yeah. And David's a great coach. A lot of what we've talked about in our 46 podcast episodes so far and some of the things that I've taken on have definitely been a result of growth through coaching process. Mm. Before we sign out, do we want to talk about our August special series? Yes, well, it's a busy summer. We're not sure how busy you're going to be, but we know we're going to be busy. So we're going to do what we're going to call a summer shorts. Through the month of August, there's going to be five episodes. We're going to aim for them to be only 10 minutes. and Same rhythm, but that's... Once every Tuesday. Once every Tuesday. 10-minute episodes. And it's going to be five of our favourite habits. So making it count. Yeah. So hope to tune in on that. See you guys next week. Yeah, thank you for joining us. <laughs>